hello everyone. Hi, hello everyone, and hello. And welcome to Bonjour, Bonjour BGP. BGP. Hey Kwame, how's your week been? My week has been the same, just doing a bit of this and a bit of that, and I'm getting ready to meet with you here today about this. How have you been? I've been doing good. Uh, you know, I had a pretty, a pretty busy week with work, so that played out for itself. I'm always happy to have my weekends because I love to be able to relax. How about you? Yes, I posted wine yesterday, TGIF, <laughs> because I like my wine on Fridays, and um, that's the way I unwind. You know, a bit of red is good for me. You that's know? right. That's right. You <laughs> unwind on the weekend. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so today we want to talk about coming out because everybody has a coming out story, right? Oh, I mean, yes. there's, there are people who are in the closet. There are people who are halfway out of the closet. There are people who are way out of the, you know, out of the closet. There are people who, well, I don't know. some that are still undecided. Uh, it's that one too, you know. <laughs> um, we will not mention any, you know, anybody in the rainbow alphabet, but some are undecided. Yeah. And, and they remain undecided. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, the one thing that we do have in common that we are both, out gay man yeah so um travis how tell me about your coming out story oh man uh, well let's let's do this it's a it's a lot to unfold so i hope you guys are ready to hear what i have to say i think they <laughs> want to hear all the juicy details all the juicy details nobody is in a hurry here all right then so okay so i'll just start off by saying that it wasn't really so much a coming out but more of a dragged out type of situation Dragged out of the closet. I, damn, that sounds painful. I just believe it was. It was a lot of emotion. It was. Oh, so I can imagine. Turmoil, but no, no, no. Who, who was the dragger? Who dragged you out? My mother dragged Sheesh. me out. Wow. So I'll tell you how that happened. Please. It was my twenty-first birthday. Of course, I tried to be the perfect son, you know, acting down straight, you know, going on dates with girls and stuff like that. But anyway, I genuinely did like some girls, some of the girls that I dated. So I'm not going to pretend about that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I took this girl out on my 21st birthday. You know, I introduced her to my mom and stuff. And then, you know, later in the night, I took her home and stuff because she had work the next day. So I decided I'm going to hang out with my friends now. I'm just going to, you know, chill with my boys, see what the, you know, what's going to happen, how the night's going to play out. Anyway, as I'm eating with my boys, we decided to have now, some Now, when you Chinese. say boys, are they boys or boys? I mean, what kind of boys, Travis? I need some details here. Unfortunately, just boys. Just okay. my friends. Just friends. Know. Okay, go on. Uh, okay, just, just making sure. <laughs> It's that type of society, so you never quite know what to expect or who yeah, is who. So you just yeah. keep it platonic. And unless otherwise proven. Exactly. I, exactly. Hear, I hear you. Yeah. So, you're the boys. We were out having Chinese food. Okay. And then I see this text message comes in. You think I don't know? You think I don't know? I know, and I'm going to effing kill you. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Wow. And that's a text I'm reading from my This mom. is your mom who you saw earlier that evening with a woman who you, the girl you were out with. <laughs> yes. And she had gone to the other end. You best believe it. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. I was so confused. Yeah. So then I was about to call her. And as I was about to call her, she called me. So my heart started skipping. So my heart was like, boom, 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 boom. So I was like, okay, let me take the call, see what's going on. Hey, mom. She's like, you think I don't know? You think I don't know? I effing find out. And all of those guys that you talk to, I'm going to see them and I'm going to chop them up one by one. I brought you to this world as a man. And if you walk in plain woman, I will take you out myself. 
listen, I remember every single thing she said in that moment. I don't even know why I remember it, but well, I remember it, it. it's emotional, and we remember the things that are emotional that affect us the most. Travis. That's why you remember it. It's, it's deep, you know. Listen, but I do remember it that vivid that yeah. I know that's exactly what she said to me. Yeah. So anyway, I got scared that night, and I was like, "Oh my God, what do I do now?" So I don't know how she found out. And then later down, I saw a text message come in saying she found my conversations on the computer. Oh, gosh. So, you know, MSN was the chat that everybody yeah, used to that use. Time. Yeah. And at one point, it updated to 8.1 specifically and started saving information without telling you. No. So all of my chats were being saved unknown to automatically me. Yeah. yeah wow and she saw all my conversations with guys that oh i were talking my to God. and that's what dragged me out of the closet oh, Travis. <laughs> yeah i mean i laugh about it now because i'm yeah, over it yeah but but, but, but that, 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 in the moment it yeah. was it was what it, it was so it was scary yeah it was one of the scariest experiences that i've had to go through and then not only that None of my friends, the guys that I were hanging out with, knew about that side of my life. Yeah. You know, so like, what do I do now? Who do I talk to? Like, I'm so emotionally out of it. I actually wanted to die that night. I no, kid you not. I, I speed raced that night, hoping to get in an accident because oh, I didn't want to purposely do it. I wanted it to happen on its own. So I speed raced oh, that Travis. night, hoping to, that I would die that night. Oh, thank God that didn't I happen, Travis. I know. I thank God every day that it didn't happen. Yeah. Trust me, but that was that that was that was the my, so, my night. so after this happened, did you um go back home to your mom? I mean, I mean, like, I mean, I think you were living with your mom at the time. Were you living on your own? Well, it was or, a family what? home. Okay. So it was more like my mom's an extended family yeah. um of my mom's side. So yeah. like my grandmother, aunt, one uncle, yeah. my brother, you know, that type yeah. of thing. And I went back home eventually after nothing happened. I was, yeah. I, I drove home scared that morning because I didn't go home until like five o'clock that morning. Wow. I was like, I'm not going to go home until I need to get ready for work because I don't want to have to face a scene that she's sending me threatening messages and stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, I got home and there she was waiting and I said good morning to her and she never answered and pretty much that was the relationship between me and her until like maybe two months time I decided to move out on my own. Yeah. And yeah, I never looked back since then. And I built my own life and did my own thing and separated Amazing. from my family because I felt like I needed to in that moment in order to be who I need to be. Do you have any relationships with your family, any family members? Or since that since you moved out, that's been it. I mean well, I do have a relationship with my mom now, and I do have a relationship with my family. But the the thing is, is that there are scars, and sometimes when people don't want to talk about scars, it makes it difficult for me to yeah. want to have a relationship yeah. with you because I feel like I need to address it yeah. in order to go further. So there are persons in my family that I'm not necessarily close yeah. to, but I do love. Yeah. But um, until yeah. those scars can be healed, yeah. and if I cannot have a discussion about them, yeah. then there's no further for me to go beyond that. Absolutely. And, and you're right. I mean, and one day, hopefully, we'll talk about family because family is a whole different topic by itself. It because is. like you're saying, if they can't address the issues, then how can you move on? Exactly. I mean, it becomes kind of fake, yeah. which we know. I mean, where I'm from, in Ghana, 
people don't talk about many things and and that's the way it is so uh, so you 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 exist in some weird kind of relationship so it's let's just say it's a decent relationship it's cordial yeah yeah and, yeah, and yeah. that's it yeah. you're living your fullest life without that bothering yeah. you i mean my mom knows everything now and she seems okay with it but to be quite honest the one thing i always said to myself is that people who are homophobic don't just change um and i don't and the fact that she would sometimes ask me about having kids it still means that she hasn't quite gotten to the place where i need her to be in terms of accepting me for who i am and just letting it be yeah. So, you know, I, I still, I still, of course, I do what I need to do as a son because, of course, of course I'm going to love my mom. Nothing's going to change that. Yeah. But I do it from a distance because Absolutely. I think it's much more important to have my sense of space and my Absolutely. mental space being clear. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, Travis. That's, um, that's, that's, that's deep and that's um, profound. And yeah, definitely family is, um, is complex. And, you know, is, God bless chosen. We have blood family. We have chosen family, exactly. And some of the gay men have to form chosen family, yeah. You know, um, for that reason, for that reason, absolutely, yeah. And, yeah. I, and as you said, you know, chosen family. I have a chosen family, and I'm quite like I'm never in a dull space or a bad place. Like life is great. Amen. I'm to that. happy. Amen to that. But that's yeah. enough about me. I want to hear about you. Well, I, I will start by saying that. Um, <laughs> Um, I told myself that I would never tell my parents right. about my sexuality. And that's where I'll start. I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, you, your mother dragged you out. I, <laughs> both my parents have gone on to heaven, I hope, you know, and, and, and I told myself that I would never tell my parents. And again, that's interesting. yeah, because, you know, um, for me, um, I mean, I grew up in Ghana, Zambia, Kenya, and I think from the early age, you know, I, I knew that I liked the boys. And I liked the guys, right, you know, right. but um, Catholic church, Pentecostal church, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. all these things kept me, you know, in the closet. I was in a boarding school for five years. Wow. From ages 12 to 17. And all around me was people who I found attractive. But wow. again, but at that time in my life too, I was very Christian, very saved and born again. Right. And I remember telling some guy about masturbation, which happens at a certain age. And he gave me this book, which said, basically, I'll go mad if I continue doing it. <laughs> you know, you know. But that's the environment I grew up in. Wow. You know, interestingly, now at the same time, this is where I began reading pornography, but straight pornography too. Because again, you know, once the homos start raging, right. you know, uh, you know, you start wanting to read material, you know, about mm-hmm. that. Um, so, age seventeen, I came to Kenya to live with my father, where I went to a mixed school for a change. It was a day school, nice. and this is when I had a chance to try and go after you know, woman, because here I am now, you know, I'm not a boy school anymore. And I mm-hmm. remember going after one lady from, you know, then Yugoslavia and, you know, and, you know, you know, we used to hang out. And eventually I told who I was and she said, well, that's okay. We can hang out, you know? Okay, nice. So I began accepting wow. to myself that I mm-hmm. was, you know, but the real outing for me was my sister who was living with, with, um, with us in Kenya at the time. And a, a, a Kenyan guy who knew who was gay saw me and said, I know you are. And he wow. began coming around. And, um, you know, my sister said, you know, I think that's what made her realize that something's happening here, oh. you know. So um, eventually, yeah, I said, I am. And she sent me for Christian counseling, you know. Holy crap. Yeah. And, you know, ironically, by the way, later on in life, she'd be my biggest supporter, you know. Uh, yeah. Wow. So um, eventually, uh, for me, what sealed the deal was while I was in Kenya, I spent some time in England and I went to a gay port store. 
I wrote the straight poem story. And by that time, I'd come to accept it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I went back to Ghana for university, but again, all my friends were Christian. So guess what? Back in the closet again. Wow. Yeah, it, it's uh, the word struggle comes to mind. You know. Yeah. yeah you, absolutely. You know who you are, but the people around you, you know, don't accept. It's only coming to Canada later on in life where, even with that, um, I lived with my brother for three years. But when I finally moved out, mm-hmm. then you know. Oh, I remember what it was. It was the same guy in Kenya who told me I was gay. I was going to visit him in the States. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> and I said, you know, well, maybe it's time to, there's nothing holding me back now. Time to explore. Time to explore. Time to, you know, to deal with it. I mean, you know, it's, mm-hmm, been, it's mm-hmm. been a long time. There's no family holding me back. So I moved out, reached out and, you know, began dabbling. And I had um, 10 therapy sessions, which helped me realize that what was holding me back from coming out was the family wow so yeah. it, it was it was a journey yeah and again i am a little older than you are so the generation <laughs> <laughs> comes to play here where you know uh, uh you know in my time there was no msn <laughs> messenger it was you know it was a different world or the books so like i see in the movies exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly like you see in the movie so yeah, so um, so eventually I moved out and I decided that, you know, uh, my brother who was here, I said, I want to tell him to his face that I am gay because I don't want him to be here, you know, in the streets. Right, you know? right. Uh, and, and, and he was very profound. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he said, um, it's okay because we're all bisexual. Wow. Yeah, so he took it well. But again, we have to, be, have to be honest, he took it well to an extent because I will always be his brother. But do I go and put it in his face? No. Right, Because again, right, the culture right. says you have to hold back a bit. Yeah. And eventually I told um, one of my, uh, some other siblings, one sibling basically preached at me and I oh preached God. back at her. And um, yeah, um, it's one of those things where I lost a few friends, but again, I was independent financially. Right. So I was in a place where if you don't like it, you know. Then who the hell cares? Exactly. Um, over the years, I've um, actually formed stronger bonds with uh, my nephews and nieces who are more, you know, willing to hang out. Yeah, because again, they're a younger generation and they don't really care. Um, The family, a bit like yours, it's um, cordial. We'll leave it at that, you know. (laughs) Um, You know, um, and um, yeah, so um, it's been a journey, but I've reached a point in my life where my sexuality is part of me, but it's, there's so much more to me. It just does, so, it doesn't define you. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, at one point in life, when I got here first, they were sending me women to, you know, my, my you know, they were saying, this is a person from a decent family. Right. Why don't you date her? So the pressure was on for a while for me to marry because the culture mm-hmm. says, you know, when you reach a certain age, you get yes, married. Yeah. So, um, of course, I tried, but nothing happened. But what made me know I was gay is when I met the right person in the end, you know, I mean, each time I tried with a woman, there's this spark that was missing. Mm-hmm. But when I finally met the right guy, um, that spark came and we'll just say, um, <laughs> you know, from then it's been, you know, this is who I am and I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. The family know, but they don't make a fuss about it. Right, right, right. We do family stuff together, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at a certain age in our life, it's like whatever, you know. Um, but that's been my journey. It's been a long one, but now... Who gives a damn? This you is know, who I am, you know? And the most important thing, like you said, is that you're okay with who you are. Yeah. And once you come to that realization, yeah, exactly. nothing exactly. else matters. And that's something I had to learn when I moved here. Yeah. I was, even my first couple months here, I was still concerned about, oh my God, 
um i don't i don't want to post certain things on facebook because i don't want no one to know that i'm gay or blah blah, blah. and I'm, after a while i was like you know what screw that shit at some point i have to live for myself yeah. um i'm not hurting anyone exactly contrary to what anybody may think about being gay i'm not killing anyone exactly. i'm not harming anyone I'm just simply different in terms of who I might be attracted to. So if that that makes me a bad person, then keep your distance and I'll keep mine. You're so right. Because, I mean, uh, in the end, we are free to live who we want to be. And there are many stereotypes about us. People people who, who, who don't know gay people exactly. have imagine where god knows what you know and, and, and yes it's true i mean in the end um put it this way the straights live their lives why can't we live ours exactly we're not breaking any laws exactly you know and it's funny because hearing you talk about your story in terms of realizing you again also made me realize something that you said which was in, which was um interesting the fact that um, you started going to church at one point, you were going to you uh, church um, at one point. Oh yeah, I thought that was so interesting because when I realized that I was different at a very young age, I actually turned to church on my own. Wow. So to some essence, I put myself through conversion therapy. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I did that for some years, and then when I became, what, I was, what, maybe 16 or 17, I was like, what the hell? I've prayed. I've fasted. I've gone to different yeah. churches. So. I've opened my heart to God. I've opened my mind to something different, but I still find an attraction to men. Exactly. So how can something be wrong with me? How does that make sense? If yeah. I'm doing the right things I need to do not to be attracted to men, then why am I still attracted to men? Yeah. And that's what brought me to realization. Well, yeah. And, and no, uh, thank you for sharing that. But uh, you've brought up an interesting topic again about the whole church thing. Yes, I grew up in, a, in very religious homes. My father mm-hmm. lived and died a Catholic. My mother was Pentecostal. And that had always been a part of the conflict. And in my writing, it comes through a lot. But but um, I will say this. Um, when I came out... Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I struggled with that whole relationship with God because, you know, the same churches I go to condemn it. Mm-hmm. I, I found um, Metropolitan Community Church in Toronto, right. where, you know, uh, which is a gay positive church. And I remember I used to go there a lot because um, even though it's a gay church, the structure reminded me of the church that I've been to. Right, they, right, they, you right. Know, and and um, I was um, sitting there one day and um, some black lady um, came and sang and she shared John 3.16, which is um, a popular Bible verse. It says, mm-hmm. for God so loved the world that he, he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. And she emphasized that the whosoever Believe includes it. us. Mm-hmm. And I swear, Travis, that was for me on my spiritual journey because, you know, when I came out, I left the faith a bit, you know, but that whole thing about the whosoever including us exactly. helped me come to realize that God loves me. And Further on, I mean, I still have my Christian practices. I still read my Bible every day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but um, further on, Psalm 139 talks about the fact that God sees our unformed beings. Right. So the God who, you know, knows all of us, you know. So, um, yeah, that struggle was there, mm-hmm. you know. But again, when you get to know who you are and you're mm-hmm. comfortable, you get to know that God loves us and God made all of us. So there's no reason for us to to to, to feel bad or anything about who uh, we any are. Any different. So let me ask you this. So yeah. where are you now in terms of your religious beliefs? Do you, are you Christian? That's a, you... that's a good question. Um, yeah, I, I put it this way. The same Bible that is used to condemn us was used to justify slavery, was used <laughs> to condemn women, okay? 
and, and let's be clear. <laughs> Lord, you're opening the you're well, opening the doors. Well, you asked the question, I'm answering it for you. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. Let's uh, go. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're going there, and you know, um, so I have a relationship with God. Okay. Amen. This morning, I read my Bible. I I, I pick a, I, every morning as a saved born again Christian. There's something called a quiet time, mm-hmm. and I still practice it. Okay, nice. um, I pray. I'm reading Luke right now. Okay, I'm the first few chapters. I pray for people who are dear to me, and mm-hmm. I read the Bible and I meditate. Amen. This is a spiritual practice. Nice. So to answer your question a long way, I have a Christian based faith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I've read other books of inspiration mm-hmm. from other religions. Until I came to this country, I had not read anything outside the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have gone beyond it, okay? And um, no matter what anybody says, nobody can take my relationship with God away from me. Amen. There is a saying in my language, my mother tongue of Fanti, they say, They don't teach a child about God, okay? Our knowledge of God is built in us. Mm-hmm. So culturally, I'm raised in a culture where they say, you know God. Right. And I have formed a relationship with God, you know, mm-hmm. which is deep. And um, I mean, because I spent so much time in the Pentecostal evangelical faith, I know my Bible pretty well. <laughs> so, so I draw that faith a lot. So, yes, it's Christian based. Some may say, how can you be gay and be Christian? Well, um, some would challenge the, the same Bible verses that are used to condemn us. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a Greek scholar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a one of the... Hebrew scholar, so I can't tell you, but there are people who have looked at the Bible and will argue that the same verses that are used to condemn us in Romans and so on are being interpreted wrongly, just like yeah. the same way they're used to condone slavery mm-hmm. and racism, okay? And some will also argue that Jesus Christ never himself condemned gays and lesbians. <laughs> yeah. So um, if we're going to go there, let's just say I'll end by saying that my relationship with God is between me and God, mm-hmm. and it is solid. Right. You know, whether I'm gay, Ghanaian, man, anything else, he knows all of me. And nobody can take that from me. When I pray, I see God answer prayers. Amen. Okay. And that's great. That's... <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I I really appreciate you saying that. And I really, really, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that, to be quite honest. Because a lot of us, um, gays, especially in the, yeah. who grew up in the church, yeah. We run away from the fact that, you know, spirituality is a thing or religion is a thing. And for me personally, I don't know if I believe in Christianity. I don't know if I believe in um, Hinduism, uh, whatever the case is. Um, I do believe that all of them have one concept, though, is that there's a higher power. So I do believe there is a higher power. What that higher power is, I don't know. But I do believe that once we live our lives not hurting people, not purposely hurting people, not purposely going out there to affect the world in a negative way, and we're actually contributing to a proper society, I feel those are the things that need us to take us where we need to be. That's what my thoughts and my beliefs are. I'm not going to tell anyone that that's the way it is. That's just what I believe as a person. So I'm not necessarily religious. I would say I'm spiritual. But um, yeah, that's where I stand when it comes to that. Thank you for sharing. And um, that's it's it's between you and yourself. Yeah. Nobody should tell you. Exactly. You know. But wow, what what a great discussion we've had today about coming out. We began with coming out. No. And um, I got to spirituality. It's it's a part of who we are. You know, uh, as people from Africa, the Caribbean. This is what we're raised in, you yeah, know, and, yeah, and, and yeah. many people struggle from these places 
with religion, you yeah. know, and so it's it's good that it's come out, you know, because um it's part of our journey for coming out also. It's deep and rooted in it's us. It's deep rooted in us, yeah. you know, uh, you know. So um, great. And a lot of people don't. And a lot of people seem to forget that they seem to forget that you know what? At the end of the day, majority of the gays that they see out there, we grew up in church, so we know the Bible even better than most. Better. Like some of them seems to forget that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> And, and, and I mean, and, and that's that's just the whole thing. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, the, the Bible is there for everyone. You know? Exactly. I mean, you know, even Satan knows the Bible, you know. Exactly. I mean, everybody knows the Bible. And it really is a matter of taking it and owning it. Yeah. You know, once you accept that God loves you for who you are, then you can go back and say, well, if he loves me, then every promise in the Bible that he's made. Because let's face it, the people in the Bible, um, David, you know, and, um, you know, Moses and all these people, they were not saints. God did not use saints to do his bidding. Exactly. He used sinners. So it is not a matter of perfection. It's a matter of your relationship with God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful discussion. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so, for sharing. Um, honestly, honestly. Well, no, you asked the questions and we shared, you know, thank you for sharing also. Oh, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Well, that was a great conversation. So until next time, Travis. Um, thank you, you, everyone, and, for um, coming to Bonjour BGP. If you enjoyed the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. You can stay updated by following us on our Instagram page at bonjour underscore BGP or leave us a voice message at our anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash bonjour BGP. Let's keep the conversation going.